Oh, my God. 
Six minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
ברוך הם הגלויות של נוף יפות, תמונות בזיכרוני יפות, כמו בעד עדשה של מצלמה. הבית"ר מליאות הנעשה, בכל מקום ובכל מסע, קטעי פסיפס מתוך תמונה שלמה.
Yeah. 
selection drift into that Menachem Herman song, I'd like to know. <laughs> J.M. and the A.M. Ellie Schwebel with I Just Want to Be Me off of the Heart's Mind CD. Yeah, it drifted into a Menachem Herman song there at the end. Uh, Eitan Katz with Who Hello Kenu. You heard Home done by the Maccabees. Omek Hadavar with um, Holy Fire. Soul Farm, Shalom Lach Eretz Nehederet from the Kosher Halftime Show, which is shattering all records in terms of halftime shows in the kosher genre uh, online. I think the um, number of views that we had so far this year beat last year's views. Last year had a year. 2015 had a couple of days, and already uh, it surpassed it, which is really cool. Shalom Lach Eretz Nehederet from Soul Farm. And the kosher halftime show. Pischi Lee done by Simcha Liner and Regesh. Modani opening things up and we say good morning. Well, as you can hear, I'm under the weather and I'll tell you, you know, there's always a benefit. Even when you're coughing your brains out and you're, <laughs> excuse the expression, and you're, uh, and you have whatever you, whatever it is I got, there's always an advantage. I couldn't, I cannot believe that I already have a built-in excuse in case, God forbid, we don't do well this coming Sunday, Team Siegel at the uh, Shalom Torah Center Basketball Tournament. Could you imagine? There's always a silver lining. All the coughing, all the sneezing, 
<laughs> the antibiotics and everything else, there is a silver lining, already a built-in excuse if things don't go well on Sunday for Team Siegel. <laughs> uh, what can I tell you? 32 teams going at it this coming Sunday for Shalom Torah Centers. By the way, if you want to sponsor a team, sponsor Team Siegel. We got started later than anybody else. We were the last team in, so our fundraising needs a boost. Go to shootforshalom.org, shootforshalom.org, and the sponsor Team Siegel. Benjamin and uh, Yosef and Yoshua and Gavri will all be very, very happy if you do that. And I have this built-in excuse that uh, is the silver lining to being under the weather all week long. Hey, you know, would have played my best, but was hampered by whatever it is that I got. <laughs> Thursday morning, it's JM and the AM on this February 5th, day 16 in the month of Shvat. 38 degrees, 70% humidity, winds are west at 6 miles an hour. Morning snow and wind. Is there really supposed to be snow this morning? Is this a joke? Is there really going to be snow? Sometimes I turn around in the middle of the show, look out the window, and sure enough, snow is falling. I didn't realize today was supposed to be one of those days. High of 36. Tonight, clear skies, a low of 8. Then you wonder why certain people like myself are feeling under the weather. 8 degrees the low for tonight. My gosh. Partly cloudy tomorrow, a high temperature of 28 degrees. We're at 65 in Yerushalayim, 83 in a lot. Uh, I wish the basketball tournament was in a lot. Uh, 38 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Rachel Frankel is going to join us. She is uh, one of the three mothers of the boys who were murdered after being kidnapped this past June. A special unity prize has been announced, a Jerusalem unity prize in memory of the boys. She is traveling in this country and is appearing at a bunch of places between now and over the weekend. And we will speak to her coming up at about 7.35 this morning right here at about an hour from now. About 7.35 this morning here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to uh, giving her some public praise, well-deserved praise on these airwaves. Hope you enjoyed our two Bishvat special. Mayor Weingarten was in rare form yesterday, did a phenomenal job. And uh, I thank all of you for uh, your comments and for tuning in and for encouraging us. It was really a nice radio show. The Tubishvat special is available in the archive section of jmnam.org. Well worth a listen. I can tell you that much. Really well worth a listen. So try your best to... Uh, to hear it at some point. Great day today on the stream at jmnam.org, including our live lunch, including what's new in the world of Judaica. Shlaimi Eichler will do that. What else do we have today? We have a uh, brand new edition of That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach, Charlie Harari with The Boardroom, Jew in the City Speaks, Allison Josephs, a lot going on here at um, jmnam.org. 23 minutes before 7 o'clock. It's JM in the AM with Diaspora. Okay, everybody after me. Ivdu. Et. Hashem. Besimcha. Ivdu et ta 
Hashem b'simcha. Shabbat Shalom. 
Shame, gotcha. 
urging you to make your choices. We'll tempt you, tantalize you, we'll entice you, we'll surprise you. If you're wise, we'll see, we'll size you up to see if you're a spender. So choose your vendor. But don't surrender your free will to make the right choice. Know what you'll get. Be sure it isn't something that you'll later regret. As long as you're living, don't
It's, um, it's Yaakov Shweki from the Kolot CD. Ari Goldwag had choices. Yehuda Green with Ka Echsov. You heard Avremel in there with Kaches Shali. And Diaspora with Ivduas Hashem Besimcha. If that's not an appropriate song for this morning when Rachili Frankel is scheduled to join us coming up about a half hour from now here at JMNA. My thanks to Mayor Weingarten. Brilliant Tubishvat special yesterday. I hope you had a chance to catch it. If not, make sure to check out. The archives at jmnam.org. An amazing day on our stream with great programming. I welcome those of you who are tuned in on the NSN app from anywhere around the world. You can comment on the app, and we'll see that comment in front of us. And um, as I said earlier, the advantage of being a drop under the weather, I already have the built-in excuse. If, God forbid, our team doesn't do great this coming Sunday, <laughs> the Team Seagull doesn't do great at the Shalom Torah Academy basketball tournament, the shoot for Shalom. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Galay Tzal in the background, we'll do our news from Israel coming up and plenty more between now and 9 a.m. Rachel Frankel, a half hour from now, she's in the United States talking about Jewish unity. We'll talk about everything coming up about a half hour from now with her here at JM in the AM. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. 
גלי צה"ל השעה שתיים, כאן שיבל כרמי מנסור עם מה שקורה עכשיו. מפקד מחוז חוף, ניצב חגי דותן, הוא הקצין הבכיר, החשוד בהטרדה מינית של חמש שוטרות. כך הותר בצהריים לפרסום. על פי הערכות, גם הוא ייאלץ לפרוש בקרוב משורות המשטרה. כתבתנו הדס שטייף דיווחה הבוקר שבקרוב ייחקרו ככל הנראה בכירים נוספים, ובהם קצין נוסף בדרגת ניצב. נשים מכל הארץ הפגינו בצהריים מול תחנות משטרה בכמה ערים, במחאה על הפרשות האחרונות. הגענו כדי לתמוך בשוטרות שמוטרדות על ידי גורמים במשטרה שמנצלים את התפקיד ואת המעמד שלהם. אנחנו הנשים צריכות לתמוך אחת בשנייה ולא לתת למהלכים כאלה, במיוחד במשטרה, להמשיך ולהתקיים. שר החוץ אביגדור ליברמן אומר שיינקטו צעדים חמורים נגד הדיפלומטים שפרסמו ברשת ציוצים נגד ראש הממשלה ומדיניות ישראל. כתבנו שמואל מוניץ שמע אותו. ההשתלחות הבוטה של כמה מהם בראש הממשלה בדרג המדיני, לדעתי זה דבר בלתי סביר, בלתי סביר בעליל, ואנחנו ננקוט כל הצעדים. נתתי הוראה להשעות אותם באופן מיידי. ונעשה פה את כל הבירור הטוב. הפרשה נחשפה אתמול באתר NRG. ראש הממשלה נתניהו שלח תנחומים למשפחות שמונה ההרוגות בתאונת האוטובוס הקשה סמוך ללהבים שלשום. כתבתנו שירה הדס נקר שמעה את נתניהו בסיור בעבודות הבנייה של כביש 531. אני שוחחתי עם ראש עיריית חורה והבעתי תנחומים בשמי ואני חושב בשם כל אזרחי ישראל על האסון הנורא של אובדן החיים. אנחנו פועלים לחסל בשיטתיות הכבישים האדומים, זה אחד מהם, הוא בעצם יוחלף. עוד בזמן הקרוב, והדבר הזה ימנע, הוא ימנע טרגדיות כאלה. הפרשן הבכיר של ישראל היום, דן מרגלית, יוצא במתקפה חריפה על ראש הממשלה נתניהו. בעמוד הטוויטר שלו צייץ מרגלית, היהודים בקונגרס מתחננים שביבי יחדל מנאום הבחירות שלו, והוא ותועמלניו בשלהם גורמים נזק לישראל. כמאתיים אחים ואחיות מבית החולים רמב״ם הפגינו בכניסה למיון במחאה על תקיפת איש צוות רפואי השבוע. כתבנו בחיפה קובי מנדל. כמאתיים אחים ואחיות בבית החולים רמב״ם הפסיקו למשך כשעה את עבודתם כדי למחות על אלימות של אחד החולים בחדר המיון הדחוס בשבוע שעבר. החולה שפך ספל תה על אחד האחים במחאה על כך שהוא לא נענה מיידית לדרישתו. בבית החולים רמב״ם מדגישים שהמסר שלהם הוא אפס סובלנות לאלימות. האיחוד האירופי אישר להטיל עיצומים חדשים על רוסיה, כתבנו עומר קדרון. גורמים דיפלומטיים אמרו לסוכנות הידיעות רויטרס כי נציגי האיחוד האירופי אישרו שורת עיצומים נגד 19 אזרחים וארגונים רוסים ואוקראינים פרו-רוסים שונים. בנוסף, שר החוץ האמריקני ג'ון קרי נחת היום בקייב כדי להיפגש עם נשיא אוקראינה פטר פורושנקו, וגורמים אמריקנים אמרו כי הוא יציע חבילת סיוע חדשה לאוקראינה בסך כ-16 מיליון דולרים. התחזית, מחר עלייה ניכרת בטמפרטורות ויהיה חם ויבש מהרגיל לעונה. באמצע השבוע הבא החורף חוזר עם סיכוי אפילו לשלג בירושלים. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
That's a little bit of Nachas. He's coming to the Young Israel of Manhattan concert coming up the last uh, Saturday night in February. Before that, Atai Madi. That was done by David Lowy from his uh, CD entitled Atai Madi. That's the title track. The Weinrib Brothers. I'm dedicating that to Leo at Filler Up on West Englewood Avenue in Teaneck. The Weinrib Brothers with uh, Nigun Simcha and Eli Marcus opened up the 7 o'clock hour, brand new with David Hamelach, the title track to that CD here at JM in the AM. 17 minutes after 7, Thursday morning, it's JM in the AM. Rachel Frankel is going to be joining us, one of the mothers of the three uh, internationally known Jewish boys and unfortunately known for a terrible reason because of their kidnapping and murder this past June. She's here in the United States talking a lot about Jewish unity, and we'll uh, speak to her coming up in just a few minutes right here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to that very, very much. I want to take this opportunity and wish a mazel tov to uh, Dr. Aryeh and Ariella Rosenbaum upon the birth of their son Shmuel Tzvi, Mazel tov to the grandparents, Dr. Harris and Hadar Bram of East Brunswick, or by Yehuda and Andrea Rosenbaum of Teaneck, and great-grandparents are by Cy and Sarah Hertzberg of Teaneck, New Jersey, and Mrs. Camille Warmflash, I hope I have that pronounced properly, of Stamford, Connecticut. Mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Always love sharing wonderful news. Svarim sales going up at YU, or going on, I should say, up at YU. It's uh, really the entire month of February this farm sale is going on. But there seems to always be an added excitement at the very beginning of it, the very first week. You ever notice that? Seems to be an, an even additional excitement. Anyway, the first Thursday night of this farm sale is tonight, 7.30 until 11 p.m. Uh, Belfort Commons, you'll uh, walk in, you'll see it there. 
Uh, what do they call it now? Weisberg Commons, right? I believe so. Uh, that's uh, this coming, uh, that's tonight, 7.30 until 11 uh, for the um, first Thursday night of the YU's Farm Sale. If you've never been there, check it out. They've got everything, and I mean everything. Really is incredible. Great day on our stream all day long here at jmandtheam.org. Charlie Harari is going to be presenting the boardroom with his usual uh, very, very interesting uh, segments uh, coming up. And I want to take this opportunity to thank the folks at the Joel Paul Group. Um, they are presenting the boardroom with Charlie Harari as they continue in their role as an executive search firm to deal with a tremendous number of people in our community with basically the mission of getting as many people in our community jobs and matching up as many people in our community with uh, with great employment. For information, you can go to joelpohl.com. And uh, we have spoken about their work on these airwaves. And when you listen to Charlie today, he'll have some words about their efforts as well. Kolakavo to them from all of us here at JM in the AM. Ah, what do we got here? Thursday morning broadcast. If you haven't yet contributed to the Shoot for Shalom uh, basketball tournament for this Sunday, make sure to do so. You can go to Team Siegel on the shootforshalom.com page. Uh, you could sponsor us. Why not? The Siegel boys will be very happy. Uh, so go to the page right now, shootforshalom.com, and uh, sponsor Team Siegel. As I've been saying all morning, I'm proud. Well, I shouldn't say proud. <laughs> I'm happy that uh, I already have my built-in excuse if things don't go well on Sunday. I am just under the weather. Listen to me. I sound horrible. <laughs> I'm completely under the weather. How could we possibly have taken the championship? Of course, if I wouldn't have been under the weather, chances are we would have romped and gone straight to the championship. Been pretty good, huh? I'm telling you, I've done, I've done these excuses before. It works really well. Anyway... <laughs> JM and the AM, more coming up. Keep it here. This is David Dax.
JM and the AM. Shabbos medley with David Dax here on a JM and the AM Thursday morning. Racheli Frankel is uh, scheduled to join us. A mother of Naftali, one of the three kidnapped and murdered boys in this past June in Israel. She's scheduled to join us a couple of minutes from now right here at JM. If, in the AM, if you missed any of our uh, Tuba Shvat special yesterday, make sure to check out the archives later on at jmtheam.org. And we have an incredible day on the stream all day long on jmtheam.org, including Charlie Harari with the boardroom, um, Jew in the City, Allison Josephs with another great show. She puts together uh, just great guests after great guests every single week. And this week at 10 o'clock this morning, uh, she's going to be speaking with uh, Joan Weiner, a from female comedian, and Bulletproof Stockings. I spoke with someone who saw Bulletproof Stockings in concert this past Saturday night. They said they were spectacular. Allison will explain the whole thing coming up at 10 o'clock. Miriam L. Wallach with That's Life. She'll have two Key Sharsheret team members, Ilana Silber and Ellen Kleinhaus. Pink Day is this coming Wednesday. Pink Day is this coming Wednesday. You're, you're going to see a lot of people in our community wearing pink on Wednesday. Now you know why. Pink Day is this coming Wednesday. She'll speak with them coming up at 10.30 this morning. Then we'll do the live lunch and uh, go through the rest of our lineup for a Thursday at jmandtheam.org. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanish Masar of Zebin, Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Klal Yisrael is reminded, Bitchu Hashem, trust in Hashem. Rabbi Leo Lopion writes, that once B'nai Yisrael express reservations about how they're going to survive, then they no longer merit to be blessed with miraculous sustenance. In that case, Hashem will sustain His nation in quite an ordinary manner, the way the entire world is supported. To be sure, every situation in life requires us to make personal hishtadlus, to attempt to better our circumstances. Nevertheless, the hishtadlus needs to be based on firm vitachon, trusting in Hashem. It is this faith in the Almighty which will generate the ultimate assistance from above, siyata dishmaya. It's written in the Sefer Shomer Amunim, in the name of the Baal Shem Tov, that when a person is worried about a tzara, some troubles that they're having, the key to the salvation and safety is found in the strengthening of our bitachon in Hashem. Although the Sahara, the evil inclination, will make every effort to undermine the person's bitachon, he must not despair or be depressed. Rather, it's his duty to devote powerful energy to intensify his bitachon. A poor chassid once came to the home of Ramosha Chaim Rotenberg. He was the brother of the Ger Rebbe. He was also very wealthy. In his hand, he had a letter from the Kotzke Rebbe asking Ramosha Chaim to provide the man with all the needs for the chassana, the wedding of his daughter. Ramosha Chaim gave him one ruble and he wished him well. The chassid left. He was frustrated, and he returned home. After all, he contended, it cost him more than that one ruble just to travel to Ramoshachayim. On the way, a shliach of Ramoshachayim met him and handed over to him all the money that he needed to cover the expenses of the entire chasana. The poor chassid was dumbfounded. He immediately turned around and traveled back to the home of Ramoshachayim. The poor man asked Ramosh Chaim, What happened when I first came to you 
You only gave me one ruble. And then afterwards you sent your shliach with all the money that I need to cover the entire expense of the wedding. Ramashachim answered him, I saw when you came in with your letter, you believed you had the money in your hands. You put all your trust in the letter. You forgot there is a Bari Oilom, a creator of the world. Therefore, I put you off momentarily in order that you should remember that there is a Bari Oilom. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. and the A.M. Well, unfortunately, Racheli Frankel's flight is a landing later than they suspected here in the United States. And uh, if, if it's possible that she'll still join us this morning here at JM and the AM. Uh, right now, they're waiting for uh, they're waiting for her to get in touch with um, those that she's in touch with here in the United States. Once the plane lands, but apparently she was uh, scheduled to be on the ground much earlier than this and uh, has not yet landed. That's that's the latest that we have. Uh, I know a lot of people, including myself, very anxious to hear her on the air, and hopefully we'll get her on the air at some point today. If not, then sometime in the future, but um, hopefully she'll join us at some point. J.M. in the A.M., 20 minutes before 8 o'clock on this Thursday morning. Here's brand new music from Benny Friedman.
in the AM. That's the uh, a selection by Ellie Marcus, brand new, entitled Shei Bane off of the David HaMelech CD. Thursday morning, uh, we did schedule Racheli Frankel to join us, and uh, you're not hearing her on the radio because her flight has landed later than they expected. Uh, will she be able to join us at some point this morning or later in the week or at some other point, hopefully? Uh, we are somewhat disappointed here, as I know a lot of our listeners are, because everybody was looking forward to hearing her on the air. And uh, hopefully she'll join us at some point here at JMAM. 12 minutes before the hour, 38 degrees, morning snow and wind with a high temperature of 36. Clear tonight with a low of 8 degrees. You heard correctly, 8 degrees the low for tonight. 
Partly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 28. 65 in Yerushalayim, 38 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Don't forget the votetorah.org website. That's the religious Zionist slate for the World Zionist Congress. votetorah.org. If you go to that website, the whole thing is explained. And you'll be able to get information about participating in that uh, in that big vote. And they do need as many people as possible to vote. I can tell you that much. Young Israel of Teaneck has got its big dinner coming up. It is happening on the 14th of February. And among the honorees, Rochelle and Mark Zamek. Mazal Tov to our very own Rochelle and Mark Zamek. Young Israel of Teaneck 16th Annual Dinner. Guests of Honor, Rochelle and Mark. The Charlie Gartenberg Memorial Service Awardees are Tamar and Matt Lowe. It's Saturday night, February the 14th at Keter Torah in Teaneck, New Jersey. Information, you can go to the website, yiot.org, yiot.org for the Young Israel of Teaneck, which is pretty cool. The Lower East Side Mikvah presents a Sunday morning brunch featuring Nava Rafin on the topic of making good relationships great. This coming Sunday morning at 1015 at the Orenstein Building on the Lower East Side. Admission is free. Women and men are invited. That's an event for the Lower East Side Mikvah this coming Sunday. You're invited to participate. Um, the Shoot for Shalom basketball tournament is this Sunday. We're encouraging people to sponsor a team. If you want to sponsor Team Siegel, you can go to the Shoot for Shalom website and do just that. But sponsor any team. Um, <coughs> as I said earlier, the only good thing about being under the weather is we have the built-in excuse already if our team doesn't do well on Sunday. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. I just find it hilarious. <laughs> uh, but you should go to uh, the Shoot for Shalom website, sponsor Team Siegel, or of course any team. We just want Shalom to do really well for this coming Sunday's basketball tournament. So make sure to um, to go there uh, to the website and uh, sponsor somebody. Want to make sure somebody is the subject of your sponsorship. Nine minutes before eight o'clock, it's a JM in the AM Thursday morning broadcast, and a reminder tomorrow at this time it is the weekly update. The weekly update, Malcolm Honline is going to be in Jerusalem. Malcolm Honline will be in Jerusalem. The weekly update will take place tomorrow on this program starting at 7.40 Eastern Time. We welcome everybody around the world who tunes into it, including those who will be on the NSN app. It's a very popular segment, and we will discuss all the stuff going on in this world of ours uh, coming up tomorrow, 7.40 Eastern Time, right here at JM in the AM.
in the AM. That's Yaakov Shweki here at JM in the AM. Camp Missouri's got their big reunion this coming Sunday. Special good morning to our friends at Camp Missouri. They're going to be at the uh, World Ice Arena and Space Odyssey 
Um, and that's this coming Sunday. Buses leaving from Cedarhurst and from Teaneck. Information, go to the Kem Sora website. Yeah, even when it's uh, 8 degrees tonight, we're thinking about camp. <laughs> That's true about a lot of kids, by the way. A lot of them are thinking about camp when uh, when there's snow on the ground. Some of the best memories of the year. J.M. the A.M. got a, a notice from our uh, friends at Sookie and Ding. A big, what's being called a big Queens show. With Cousin Nachum and the entire gang of uh, Uncle Maishi cast members is coming up. Uh, and as soon as this comes up, we'll give you that, all that information here at JM and the AM. Got confirmation late yesterday that the King of Schlock, Lenny Solomon himself, will be spending Monday morning with us here at JM and the AM. The King of Schlock himself, he's got a whole bunch of stuff going on now. He's in the middle of another tour. I guess we'd call it the Tubishvat tour. In addition, he has uh, a whole bunch of uh, offers that are going on in terms of all his uh, songs and downloads. I mean, Lenny's responsible for hundreds and hundreds of songs. There's a lot of stuff out there. So the King of Schlock himself, Lenny Solomon, Monday morning right here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to it, as you can imagine. Here's the information. Chazak presents Uncle Maishi in concert on Sunday, February the 8th. Is that, yeah, it's this coming Sunday. Sunday, February the 8th, starting at 2.30 p.m. at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, 150th Street in Flushing, Queens. It's one show only. Information, you can go to sukiding.com or dial 718-285-9132, 718-285-9132. And apparently there is uh, information up on the jewishtickets.com as well. So you can check that out and get the information on that. From uh, jewishtickets.com, you can, I, I assume you could actually buy your tickets from there as well. Makes it makes it much easier. Uh, so that's happening this coming Sunday out in Queens. Um, also got a notice that on Monday, February the sixteenth, Rabbi Mordechai Willig will be at Shomrei Torah on Morlot Avenue in Fairlawn, New Jersey. On the topic of what I do versus what I am. On the same night, Rabbi Dr. Abraham J. Twersky on the subject of middle age and beyond, coming closer to Hashem as we get older and wiser, question mark. That's all happening at uh, Congregation Shomri Torah, Morlot Avenue in Fairlawn. That's Monday, February the 16th. So you could check that out. Speaking of uh, Fairlawn, Rabbi Yudin joins us tomorrow with our Torah portion of the week, 8.15 tomorrow morning, preceded by the weekly update right here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Yadi <laughs> da 
In the AM, there he is, the one and only Lipa from Nonstop Lipa here at JM in the AM Thursday morning broadcast on this February the 5th, the 16th of Shvat. Hope you enjoyed our two Bishvat special yesterday. If you missed it, I have a big announcement for you. We have an archive section at jmtheam.org, and you can check out the two Bishvat special whenever you want. You can listen to it multiple times if you wish. How do you like that? Uh, that's all happening uh, on the web. Check it out. Also available on our on our app, the NSN app. You can enjoy an amazing uh, Tubishvat special. Mayor Weingarten was at his best yesterday. He was really incredible with uh, a wonderful Mayir Me Lim segment and a whole bunch of information regarding Tubishvat. Plus, of course, uh, Anat Ariel was with us. And those of you who uh, heard the story of her daughter, the first religious female uh, Air Force pilot in Israel 
who unfortunately was uh, killed in an accident this past uh, Sukkot. Uh, but you heard that story. It was pretty remarkable and very, very inspiring. If you missed any of it, check it out. Archive section, jmnam.org. Thursday morning broadcast with 38 degrees, morning snow and wind at a high temperature of 36. Nine minutes after 8 o'clock. And Rabbi Shimshon Jacob is with us here live in our studio. He is visiting from Jerusalem, Israel. In fact, the last time I saw him, I believe, was in Jerusalem, Israel. Rabbi Shimshon Jacob, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nachum. I'm saying welcome back. I, just, I think it's the first time you're here, no? No, I was actually here, uh, thank God, with a bunch of my Kushner students uh, a couple of years back during the, uh, the marathon. During the fundraiser? Yeah, thank God. How long ago did you move to Israel? Uh, we made Aliyah June 18th this past summer. Wow. So it's been about six months. And how has it been so far? Um, it's definitely been an adjustment, but uh, but my kids are in total Hebrew-speaking schools. Uh, I thought I had a, a solid three months till they came home and told me I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but uh, apparently that time limit is actually two weeks. Um, and after that, they're embarrassed that you try to speak Hebrew. So thank God my, my middle daughter, Tiferet, actually not only rolls her rishas, she rolls them in the middle of words that don't even have rishas. So, Baruch Hashem. So it's better for them if you just speak English. Absolutely. Don't make any attempts at I, speaking Hebrew. Not in front of them, at least. Not Unbelievable, I'll tell you. Um, it, it is wonderful, and uh, obviously we encourage everybody to seriously consider it. And a lot of differences between living in Israel and living in the United States, right? There are. There are definitely differences, um, but I get to hold on to, to some of my my, uh, my most important pieces, which are um, I actually taught all the seniors at Kushner last year in the Kushner High School, and all the ones who are over there for, for their various Israel programs all get to come over for Shabbatonim and things, Shabbat meals, what have you. We actually have a Facebook group um, that announces different Shabbatot, and kids kind of ask and request, and thank God it's really great to be able to hold on to the pieces that I can. But at the same time, embrace the the, the wonderful things that Israel offers. Oh, they must love that. Thank Having God. a place in Jerusalem where they can come and spend a wonderful Shabbat. Home away from home with home-cooked food. You can say that again. It's a wonderful feeling. Or Shimshon Jacob is here. So at some point, you decided that there is a need, and I think every high school principal in our community, certainly in the Yeshiva League community, would agree that there is a need for a special type or a different type of um, a gap year program in Israel. Uh, explain this process when you first, when it dawned upon you that there's a niche that needs to be filled. Sure. Um, it actually started um, back in my Kushner days. Um, Rabbi Elias Rubin, the principal, and I kind of got together and we were we were discussing um, kids who might need something um, a little bit beyond the, the normative model, um, who would benefit from something that's a little bit beyond the normative model, and really give them something to to interact with hands on. So the beginning of the process, at least for me, was we took a group of guys who who wanted to connect to tefillah but weren't exactly sure how and and were struggling in their efforts. Right. And we decided to to create a program for them in order to give them an opportunity that, that they could really embrace. Um, and so we created a special minyan. And one of the ways we started doing things was creating kind of physical activities that they could get involved in tefillah. So as an example, um, we started to build shtenders with them. Measure the wood, cut the wood, the whole deal, and and really build them. This as was in doing Kushner. It. In Kushner, as seniors, as seniors, and we we did it with um with a group and and does building a stender enhance one's tefillah? So we discussed the ideas of of makam kavua and and why that's important with regard to tefillah. So when they brought those back into the Beit Midrash to Davin, a they were excited because they had personally invested in something, and b the other thing that was really cool was. All of a sudden, the Rebeims kind of turned around and said, hey, where'd you get that? Can I get one? And it, it was something that these kids did that, that 
they all of a sudden realize that other people recognize the value. So, so that was really where it started, and and we started Rev Fry, my O's and I, uh, my partner. Um, where is he from? He's from. He right now lives in Mavocharon. He was actually born in Queens. Um, he's on this project with you. He's on the project with me. We're co-directors, thank God. And uh, the two of us got together and, and we took a look around the Israeli uh, program landscape, the gap year program landscape, and we felt like the the landscape could benefit from having a, a model that's a little bit outside the classic model, um, and that's something a little bit more hands-on, a little bit more experiential, something that really allows kids to connect in a way that, that they they can get involved and jump in. And you're serious about the hands-on. You're not just talking about sports. You're talking about building things and working on projects and you know getting their hands dirty when necessary, etc. 100%. From, from learning about CT right. to, uh, to not only tying them, but... But you know, the, a common uh, tool now is to go uh, to go snorkeling off the coast of Zichron Yaakov and gather the the Chila zone snails. Right. Um, but to take it a step further, to really teach them, learn with them, take them back to Petilat Chelan and show them how to how to dye their own seat that they go from you know concept to construct the whole way through, where they're really involved in the learning on a on a, on a ma'asa level. Right. All that will enhance one's Torah study. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Giving giving them the ability to be Kona. I mean. One of the biggest challenges that I faced as a, as a Jewish educator is is that everything is kind of driven by quantitative numbers, right? Uh, finance, business, even even school projections, things of that nature. Right. Um, everything is kind of driven by quantitative measure. The one challenge we have to doing that is is kind of Jewish education, where it's so hard for a student to see their progress. You know, you sit down with a masechta, and, and throughout the course of a year, you learn you know fifteen, twenty, thirty daf throughout the entire masechta. But it's usually sugya-based, and it's very hard for a student to kind of get up at the end of the year and, and really wrap his arms around what he accomplished. So so the goal is to give kids the ability to really see their progress as they're developing, to give them the ability to, to get ownership, and then to to f- see themselves um, growing as it's happening and, and, and be able to measure it and, and kind of take a look back and say, wow, I really did that, I really accomplished. Rabbi Shimshon Jacob is here. What do you need to get started? Do you have a campus? Do you have a building? Baruch Hashem, right now the plan is uh, is for the Kemach Institute, which is what we're, we're calling it, the Kemach Institute, to be housed, please God, in the um, Ohel Nechama building with uh, with through the, the auspices of the uh, Shir Chadash Bey Knesset, Rabbi Ian Per and Rabbi Sam Shore. Jerusalem, I assume. In, in Yerushalayim, in, uh, in uh, Katmon, Yerushalayim. Um, it's on uh, Chopin, I think, number three, Chopin. And it's a, it's really a beautiful building. How and many students do you need to get this going in September? Ideally, we're looking for about 18, but we've been running around the country kind of speaking to different high schools, and there's been a lot of excitement both on schools, both by students. Um, we're starting our uh, application process right now, so I'm um, looking for students to apply and, and, and uh, looking to offer them a, a great opportunity, but ideally we're looking to start with about 18 students. Every gap year program probably started with between 10 and 18 students or less, so obviously there's... Uh you know that that's what you need in year one. People may think it's a low number. That's basically what you need to get started. What has the reaction been in this area, in New York and New Jersey? Have you gotten the feeling that the Yeshiva high schools understand what you're trying to do and want to cooperate with what you're trying to do? Absolutely, the Yeshiva high schools are are, are very excited about the program. It, it's it's a program that's meant for for someone who's looking for something for a little bit different. It's not we're not looking to you know take guys away from the normative Yeshiva programs. If you can sit and learn and, and you want to sit and learn for a year, 
Hatzlacha and if that'll, and if that'll help it. you grow, right? Yeah, if that'll help you grow, Hatzlacha Rabbah, enjoy it. Right. Uh, our program offers something a little bit more hands-on, as we said, but uh, another step, another aspect that's a little unique is that we also have a certain amount of professional uh, training that we, we do. It's not, a, it's not a vocational school, but to give guys, again, that opportunity to kind of see their progress, we've created a couple professional tracks that allow them to, to develop in other ways as well. So we have um, a phenomenal uh, contractor, uh, the, uh, the founder of... Uh, Victory Renovations, Mr. Kiva Sharf out of uh, Efrat, who's a phenomenal guy who's going to be teaching guys how to do construction. The first two and a half months, they're in school doing like a shop class, how to you know hang drywall, how to lay pipe, how to run wire, and then they go out and actually do renovation projects with him, please God. And the other track is uh, is web design, where where students are going to learn the how to create websites, the different types of websites, but again, in, in ways that they're able to see their progress and really apply it. Your alumni may build your next campus. Please God, looking forward. <laughs> Why is Kemach such an appropriate name for this program? Um, I think ultimately at the end of the day, in Kemach in Torah, and, and to me that Mishnah represents the, the, the very real reality that you need it to be applicable. You need it to be physically applicable. It's not just about um, a, a theoretical or an intellectual or academic study, but there's got to be some real-world tachlis to it. So, so from that standpoint, the entire focus of this program is really creating that dynamic, allowing kids to see their ability and, and what they can accomplish and how much they can accomplish um, through their own efforts. Um, obviously, with uh, with, with uh, you know the help of a Baruch Hu and all, um, but but it's really about giving kids the opportunity to really measure how they can change the world. Rabbi Shimshon Jacob is here. We're talking about the Kemach Institute. We're calling it a gap year program that is just being announced and has been uh, well received by the Yeshiva High Schools. Those of you out there who want information, what should people do? Definitely email us um, at kemachinstitute at gmail.com. Sorry, kemachinstitute at gmail.com. Um, you can definitely visit the website, kemachinstitute.org. Um, it's got a lot of uh, the courses up there. It's got the program up there. It's got the daily schedule. Um, a lot of information about the school and, and, and the projected uh, um, program that we're, we're offering is, is up on the website right now. Is there a large pool of students that this applies to? Are there a lot of people that can, you know, that for them this is a necessary or a really effective program? I think there are, but the truth is, is to me, that doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, whether it's 1, 10, 15, 25 students, whoever's out there, you know, 1%, um, it's worth creating a, a an educational program that they can benefit from that, that speaks to them and allows them to kind of grow in their ways. That being said, I think I think there are a tremendous number of students who would benefit from from a more hands-on experiential program like this. All right, so parents out there who are listening, and obviously students who are listening, if they email you, they can be in direct contact Absolutely. and get all the information they need. We should note, by the way, that uh, Ashley and Rabbi Shimshon Jacob are among the honorees this coming Sunday at the Sinai dinner. Why not a positive word about Sinai and all the work they've been doing? Absolutely. Uh, I, I can't say enough. I, uh, I was approached to be an honoree as a graduate of the program, and, and there is nothing... That I will ever be able to do that really uh, that really fulfills in any way should perform the Hakarat Tov I have for Sinai. Um, from from uh, from my earliest ages, I just remember you know being being overwhelmed in school and being kind of a a little bit uh, unsure and uncertain what what was going to be the solution. And and from day one when. Uh, uh, the dean, Mrs. Lorette Walthrax, walked into the, Rothwax, sorry, walked into the room and, and, and just gave me the smile that she, she, she's so classically known for. Um, that was the beginning of, of, of a very different life than it, than it otherwise would have been. Um, 
one of the things that I, I've, I've always told uh, my teachers that I, I see every now and again and, and try to express my, my hakarat to for is, is just a very simple, you know, the ability to read a book um, is something that I was, I was struggling with at, at, a, at a young age. And now one of my favorite moments is really the opportunity to sit and read stories to my kids. <laughs> and and that's, that's, that's an experience I don't know that I, I would have figured out how to do as easily um, or perhaps ever without really the sign-up program. So uh, the amount of Akareto Tov, I, I can't begin to, to talk about. They're a phenomenal organization that, that, again, along the same lines of why I'm even, you know, why I even got to the concept of, of the Kemach Institute, creating opportunities for every student to really have that ability, that opportunity to embrace their Yahadut and, and, and understand it on a real level. And that's exactly what they do. Students who'd be lost in their gap year program now have an opportunity to excel and to flourish in their gap year program. That's the hope. That's a, it's a great hope and it's a wonderful goal. Uh, Mazel Tov to Ashley and Rabbi Shimshon Jacob. You can get information by going to sinaischools.org slash dinner for this coming Sunday night. Information about the Kemach Institute. If you're a parent or a 12th grader who uh, wants to explore what, um, uh, what uh, Rabbi Shimshon Jacob and the Kemach Institute are opening in Jerusalem this coming September, you uh, email kemachinstitute at gmail.com. Again, that's kemachinstitute at gmail.com. We take this opportunity to wish you a lot of luck. I uh, look forward to visiting the Kemach Institute. Looking forward to having you. Thank you with all its wonderful students this coming year. And uh, I really, I hope that this gets off the ground in a wonderful fashion. Thank you very much, Nachum. If, if I could, sure. my, my, my father, Simon Jacob, um, Avi Mori, um, said that if I'm coming on the air and I don't share a quick two minutes of our Torah, <laughs> that, that uh, he, he would he would he would feel that it was it was a waste of an opportunity. So if it was your please, so uh, I always take advice from Simon. Go right ahead. <laughs> so uh, just very quickly, one thought that 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 occurred um, throughout the last couple of weeks, um, we were sitting around the Shabbat table and we were discussing, you know, why you cover the 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 chalot with a challah cover, and right. you know. As a kid, you grow up in second or third grade, somewhere around there, someone told you it's because, you know, you have to have respect for the chalot who right. usually come before hand in the bracha. And, uh, and, you know, you ask high school kids what the reason is, and they give you that same answer. Right. And you kind of look back at them and say, okay, you as a thinking 17-year-old, you just told me, you know, this loaf has feelings. You want to rethink that question a little bit? You want to rethink that answer? And, and inevitably, we kind of get caught where, where we, we got certain answers to some basic questions, um, and, and we never reassessed them. So I was thinking about it, and one of the thoughts that popped in my mind was this, which makes the question a little bit even, even I guess, more intense, is that the first establishment of order in the entire world is the seven days of creation. Right. Right? And it's at that moment, Shabbat, that you're recognizing that. You're, you're establishing order for the world. So why would Chazal be metaking that at that point, you have to say Kiddush on a kos, meaning you have to throw off the order? At the moment of order, why would you throw off order? What, what sense does that make? Good question. So, so uh, we were we were ta- discussing and thinking, and and one of the answers that came up was the possibility that maybe the lesson is, is that we assume things are functioning in in a certain order, according to our understanding of order, and every now and then order gets thrown off, and the real question is at that point when order gets thrown off. Do you have the sensitivity to realize what the effects of that are going to be? Are you going to power through and regardless of what's going to happen, okay, I need to say Kiddush now, then I have to go to Hamotzi? You know what? If you, if you needed to say Kiddush, you could have left the, the Hamotzi, you could have left the Chalot in the kitchen. Right. When you go wash your hands, go grab the Chalot, bring right. it to the table. They don't know what right. happened before that. So why were Chazam attacking? Not only do you have to have the Chalot, but you have to cover them because it's a sensitivity that, that as you're there and the order gets thrown off and things aren't going the way you think they should, what are you going to do? How, how are you going to allow that moment to define you? Very so, nice. It was a thought. I love it. 
Uh, Rabbi Shimshon Jacob, Institute at gmail.com. Tadarabah, thank you very much. Thank you, Nachum. More coming up. This is JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast. That's called Nigun Shimshon. We did that in honor of uh, Rabbi Shimshon Jacob. Yitzchak Fuchs here at J.M. in the A.M. Hey, I got to give a big shout out to Kobe Adler. Kobe Adler and Super Duper Bagels in Livingston, New Jersey. Apparently, Rabbi Jacob walked in there this morning because he walked in here with a big bag. With a big delivery. So apparently he walked into Super Duper Bagel in Livingston, New Jersey to bring us a little breakfast. And Kobe Adler basically loaded him up with stuff and said, here, bring it. It's my gift to the wonderful staff at WFMU. So Kobe Adler, Super Duper Bagel in Livingston, New Jersey. We say thank you from all of us here at JM in the AM. 8.30 in the morning. Apparently there is something called an Art Scroll Smart Sitter. And we get the opportunity to tell the world about it. Who's involved in this project? Well, our good friend Ronnie Schwartz from Rusty Brick. You know how amazing they are at creating apps and all that uh, fancy technological stuff that we've been talking about but never understanding here at JM and the AM over all these years. He's with us live via telephone. Rabbi Mayor Pasternak, Chief Technology Officer at ArtScroll, who uh, he and I know each other longer than either of us would ever care to admit. He's with us live via telephone as well. Ronnie Schwartz, good morning. Welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How's it going? You know how amazing the NSN Nachum Siegel Network app is? I do, <laughs> firsthand. Do you know that people are commenting on it on a regular basis, like like constantly? Are you familiar with that? I am pretty familiar, yes. It's working really, really well. <laughs> yeah, it's our exper- looking good. Our experiences with apps had not been this positive. And all of a sudden, Rusty Brick got into the picture, and all of a sudden, we've had a very positive experience. Care to explain? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Our software quality is always, uh, you know, paramount. And uh, uh, the bigger thing is thinking about how people will be using uh, the software and how they will be continuing to use the software. So we try to make it as easy as possible to... Uh, you know, to really get amount of amount of users that we need. Right. You know what's interesting? And I, I I don't know if I could say this definitively because you know I don't exactly analyze uh, everything down to every little uh, number, but it seems that the goal of trying to transfer people from radio listenership to app listenership is working out. It's, it's, it's not that we're losing radio listeners; it's that we're we're moving them to different platforms as these new platforms are being strengthened, and obviously even newer ones are being introduced. So you got to be at the forefront of that. You got you have to know what people are going to be doing five years from now, not just today. Yeah, I mean, I, I see a comment on the app right now that somebody has been flying. I guess thirty thousand feet. Somebody said, right. Uh, I'm assuming they're flying on Wi-Fi. <laughs> right, exactly. With, uh, with the app running in the background. Yeah, you know, in the old days, you couldn't listen to Jam and Am on a plane. I don't know if you no, realize that. It's not possible. <laughs> yeah, and we have somebody right now in a Rome airport who's tuned in, and you couldn't do that either. Right. Even Rabbi Mayor Pasternak in the old days down in Maryland would not be able to listen to Jam and the Am until all of a sudden we were available. On the internet, he's the chief technology officer at ArtScroll, Rabbi Pasternak. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. It's been quite a while, hasn't it? Yes, it has, and you're right. We don't want to tell anyone how long we've known each other. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, gentlemen, who starts us off on the discussion about the smart 
sitter. Well, Rabbi Pasternak, we'll start with you. Why Why do we need a smart sitter? Haven't all the art scrolls see Durim been relatively, uh, you know, smart up until this point? Uh, well, the art scroll sitter is probably the world's most popular sitter, which has been out, out for more than 30 years. And, yes, it is very smart. It gives you instructions of what to do. And it, it uh, gives you commentary and it gives you in, instructions and translation. Uh, but we've taken it with Ronnie's help to a totally different level. Um, we've taken the seven, five to seven years of experience in smart sitter technology and taking the art scroll sitter and well, basically put it on steroids, where now it does a lot of the things that the art scroll sitter was telling you to do in film out. So um, the art scroll sitter in print, I would say, is probably the dominant sitter that people are familiar with. And as soon as you open up an art scroll sitter, you feel at home. You know what the page looks like. You know what to expect. And now the art scroll smart sitter looks exactly like the print sitter. As soon as you open it up, you say, oh, this is the art scroll sitter but it dynamically can change based on all kinds of smart technology that Ronnie has been working on with with us uh, to show you exactly what you need for that specific day in the calendar year. Right. And no more confusion. Oh, so once so this is now, now it's getting getting clearer to me. This is very similar, I guess, to the technology behind the um, uh, the Art Scroll Gamaras that have gone, you know, that that now are enjoyed through the app, right? Because you have a lot of interactive. Uh, items that are available, you know, just by having that page, that uh, page of Talmud up on your on your uh, device. Am I right? Is it very similar to that? Exactly. It's the same exact technology where you can actually touch on a phrase in the sitter and you can get the translation or you can touch on a link, you get the, the, the laws and the notes and you're right there. You can actually get from the sitter commentary, anytime a reference to the Talmud is mentioned, you can tap on it and it pulls up the Talmud reference. So right. this is 100% integrated into the Schottenstein Talmud and the entire Wasson Digital Initiative, where everything is interconnected. All right, so what, what do we call this? Is it called the Smart Sitter app? Like, how does someone obtain it? You go to the App Store, you do a search on ArtScroll, and you download the ArtScroll app, and automatically when you download and install the app, it gives you a sample, free benching, Birchus and Muzzon. You can try it out for free. And once you have that, you can buy the sitter. We're actually running an introductory special right now for fourteen ninety nine to get the entire uh, weekday art scroll sitter. All right. Now, okay, so you've answered part of my question because you just said weekday. Uh, but what sitter is it? Because, you know, you have Ashkenazim Sidurim. You have Svartik Sidurim. Obviously, you have uh, Shabbos and Yontav that wouldn't apply to this technology. Uh, so it's a weekday sitter available in how many different varieties? Right now, it's the weekday Wasserman sitter, which has a lot of additions that the standard article sitter didn't. We added uh, Parakshira, other things in the back of the Wasserman sitter. So it has all that content. It does not have Shabbos and Yontif content, as you said, because uh, we don't use the apps on Shabbos and Yontif. Right. Um, it, this current flavor is Ashkenaz. The fired sitter is in the works, and I'll be ready um, a little bit down the road. And it currently is available on the Apple platform, not on Android. Android is in the works. Ronnie's team is hard at work at that, but hopefully it will be available in the next two months. So this is Ashkenaz Weekday Wasserman. So you can expect, if you have people are familiar with the Wasserman Art Scroll Sitter, which was an updated version of the classic Art Scroll Sitter, this has all the additions that, that the Wasserman Sitter had. Uh, and, and you may have answered this already, so I apologize. The, the English translation is there or not? 
The English translation is the signature of the arts called classic fiddler. So you can tap on any phrase. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So the, right. So, so the, the links and all that stuff is not just the liturgy itself. It's also the translation of the liturgy. It's the translation. It's the commentary on the bottom of the right. sitter. It's the instruction. Um, if you have an iPad and you're, you can look at the sitter side by side and it looks just like a pocket sitter with the Hebrew on one side and the English on the other side and synchronized scrolling. So you never lose the place. Hey, what happens when you click on the Monday and Thursday uh, Torah reading in the back? Does it bring you to the Art Scroll Chumash? But um, bum. It will in the future. You're serious? Um, I'm a genius that I thought of that. <laughs> well, right now when you go in the Monday and Thursday Torah reading, what happens is that um, it dynamically inserts the proper Torah reading for that day. Oh, even included the translation of the Torah reading. Wait a second! Torah. Wait a second, Rabbi Hasternak, I'm going to stop you right now. I'm going to stop you right now. Let's say somebody is traveling this Pesach to Israel, and they are standing on Monday after Pesach in Shul, and they click on Monday, Thursday, Torah reading. Now, I remind you, this year, Achron Shul Pesach is a regular Shabbos in Israel. For us, it's going to be Achron Shul Pesach with a different Torah reading. So now it's the Monday afterwards, and they press on the Monday and Thursday Torah reading. What's going to come up? Uh, you get up. You'll get the proper Torah reading based on where you are, in the world is the setting for Israel. You're and the serious. Readings and the holiday readings and the holiday Muslim changes around based on where you are in the world. You are so, serious. Yes. Yeah, so in Israel, if you have the app open, you have on the Israel setting, you'll have only one day of Yontif and Cholamoid will be on the Israel calendar and the Torah readings will be on the Israel calendar. And if you're in America, it'll be Cholamoid. I love it. That's, that's fantastic. So you've, you've thought of it. Ronnie, your reputation is that you think of everything. It seems like you did just that this time around. Yeah, this is basically just a combined, uh, you know, uh, Rusty Brick Smart Sitter with the art scroll, the beauty of the art scroll layout. I love it. Um, why is it that iPhone always gets uh, gets out there first? Is it because it's uh, simply because it's more popular and it has to be out there first, or is it just easier for you guys to do compared to Android? I'm asking Ronnie. Um, it is more popular from you know from a sales perspective and stuff like that. So that's yeah. it. It, it. It just has to be out there first because in terms of work, it, yeah. I've always been under the impression that for guys like you, the Android is easier to produce. Is that incorrect? Um, they're they're both uh, challenging, especially uh. when it comes to these uh, Hebrew apps. Uh, right. I say Android might be a slightly a little harder. In this right. Case. Understood. Can I jump in here for a second? Yeah, we found that that Android actually has been lagging behind the Apple platform when it comes to rendering Hebrew with Nikud. Uh, so we've always preferred the the Apple platform first because it can handle the left-to-right Hebrew with the Nikud, and it looks beautiful. And um, on the Android, it definitely is more challenging to get it to work. Android is a couple years behind Apple when it comes to rendering uh, Hebrew fonts. How long are you away from the Android release? We're probably three months um, out. And if you download the, if you update or download the Android app version, as soon as the article sitter is available there, you'll get a push notification telling you um, that it's out. So I would recommend, even if you don't have a um, have an Apple device, you get the article digital library for Android, and you'll get a notification as soon as it, it hits the market. And when did the iPhone app officially become available? Uh, over the last week, and today is the first time we're telling the whole world about it. Fourteen ninety nine is the introductory special. All they do is search Art Scroll Sitter in their app store, right? Yes. Anything else people need to know in terms of getting this? Um, they can get more information on our website if they go to artscroll.com slash app, A-P-P, 
and there's information about purchasing there, and there's information about getting the free sample of uh, benching and Birkat Amazon, where they could actually try it out for free. Is that? And we also have a discount for Rusty Brick Sitter users, uh, cross promotion. Uh, so if you have the Rusty Brick Sitter, you didn't lose out on that value. You can purchase this app uh, for a discounted price. All right, take advantage, everybody. And there are a lot of Rusty Brick uh, users out there in our audience. I can tell you that much. Uh, is there anything that, um, it, 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 when it comes to the Talmud, is every page of the Talmud now available when it comes to uh, uh, the app, when it comes to studying Talmud on one's, you know, electronic device? Or, or what yeah. are you, everything's available now? Yeah, the entire Talmud has been completed. In, in, the, uh, in the way that originally was announced it would be done with all the different, you know, quirks and all yes. the different, everything, everything's yes. out all there. All 73 volumes are complete. Wow. All the hyperlinks are, are complete. When you tap on a link... Um, it actually pull up the cross-reference information and shows you the exact part of the page that uh, the reference is referring to. It's all there. Plus, we've added uh, the Climbing Kitzur Shulchan Aruch and the Masil Sisharim. We've added um, e-books, and we're constantly adding more things. We're working currently on Tanakh and the Saperstein Rashi and Tehillim. So the, the library is, is, uh, is being expanded through the help of the Wasserman family. Um, this, the Sitter project was an enormous undertaking of converting the, these files and, um, the smart technology that Ronnie created, we took it to a whole, whole new level in the Sitter. You know, it's definitely beyond anything that has ever been created and it never would have been possible without the Washington family. Unbelievable. You, you could, if I walk around with my iPad, I could have every, well, I should be careful how I say this. I could have many of the important Judaic classics in the palm of my hand. That is correct. It's unbelievable. I mean, you, you, you know how much room a shas takes up in the bookshelves? It's about 350 pounds if you wanted to put it in your suitcase. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Here you have the whole thing on a readable, clear iPad. It just, it's, it's amazing. Rabbi Pasternak, when we first knew each other, technology was pencil and paper. Remember that? It was. <laughs> now we're up to this stage, which is pretty amazing. And you mentioned Tehillim is around the corner, and what other project? Uh, Tehillim will be released in a few weeks. We're working on the Arts Goal Stone Tanakh, a digital version of it. Wow. There will be cross-referenced about 50,000 references in the Talmud that will, will be immediately available uh, to hyperlink to Tanakh. And we're working on the Saperstein Rashi. There is no available um, Chumash Rashi with translation on, in digital format. We're beginning work on that. That will be available hopefully by the summer. What do I do with all the volumes I have at home? Um, we found that people use their printed versions on Shabbos. Well, you know, I, I, uh, how long could that last? And we're going to have to, well, I guess this is for a different discussion, right? <laughs> what, what, what we're finding now, not only in, in the Jewish market, but people want to have their books and their media available in multiple formats at the same time. So they'll, they'll buy it on a CD. They'll stream it. They'll get it off of Pandora, just like your radio program. Right. They want to listen to it in one format and be able to get it on an app. The same thing's happening with books. People want a print version to read in one format. People want the, the printed Gemara for the weekdays. They want the app for when they're traveling. They want a printed article sitter for when they're using a shul. When they're on the run, they want to have a digital version of it. People want to feel comfortable with the content that they purchase, that it's available in any format that, that they can get it in. It's so true. We see this all the time. People love the app when they're traveling, but when they're in town, they just love turning on the radio in the cars. It's the, it's the funniest thing, you know? 
They just everybody wants it uh, in the city. They want it to, uh, in the most comfortable situation, no matter you know depending on where they are and what the circumstances are. Well, there you have it, folks. Rusty Brick Art Scroll. They're together with this amazing project, the Art Scroll Sitter, or what is now being referred to as the Art Scroll Smart Sitter, is available. You could search for it in the uh, in the um, a- Apple uh, uh, App Store, and it's available now. It'll be available on Android in a few months, and uh, and there you have it. Ronnie Schwartz is one of the people responsible for our. NSN app. If you're listening right now in uh, in Singapore, it's because of them. Uh, thank you, Ronnie, and our best everybody at Rusty Brick. Thanks for having me. And Rabbi Mayor Pasternak, our best everybody at Art Scroll. It's amazing what everybody's doing there in terms of all these projects, and we look forward to installing the smart sitter later today. Thank you very much. There Enjoy. he is, Rabbi Mayor Pasternak and Ronnie Schwartz. Unbelievable. I was kidding. I was kidding. I know I'm getting looks. I was kidding when I said that... Uh, that soon the print volumes would be obsolete. Obviously, we need them on Shabbos and Yontif. I'm just one of those people who keeps wondering how long we could keep going with um, in this world of technology. Uh, you know, not finding a way to use it on Shabbos and Yontif. That's all. Not not uh, not at all suggesting anything. God forbid. That's anti-Alacha. Just wondering how we are going to keep up in this world with the way things are going. It's just unbelievable all this technology. Uh, Thursday morning broadcast at a quarter before nine o'clock. It's JM in the AM as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
done by Shlomo Katz. We have a belated but sincere wishes for a happy birthday going out to fantabulous son-in-law Shia Dove Schreiber of Bayswater. Shia Dove, uh, the, the people you know as Ima and Abba from Florida say, we know you're a couple, we're a couple of days late. And we're sorry, but the good thoughts are as sincere as ever, wishing a year filled with good health, simcha, and nachas. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there for Sina and Ira in emergency situations. <laughs> uh, when it comes to the belated happy birthdays. Thursday morning, it's JM in the AM. Michael Fragan tonight at 6 o'clock with another amazing edition of the, uh, of the, um, Spin Class program. Tonight at 6, he interviews Assemblyman Todd Kaminsky on his exciting first month in office. Ken Lovett of the Daily News profiles the rise of the brand new Assembly Speaker Carl Hesty. And political strategists Jeff Balaban and Dan Gerstein will discuss BB's speech to Congress and the state of the U.S.-Israel relationship. Michael Fragan with Spin Class, 6 p.m. tonight. On our stream at jmandtheam.org. Charlie Harari coming up with the boardroom. Allison Josephs, Jew in the City Speaks, with great guests. Miriam L. Wallach on the subject of Pink Day with representatives from Shar Sherrod coming up at 10.30. Big day on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in, everybody. Our app is on fire today. Woo! There are a lot of people commenting. People from 30,000 feet up. People from Rome, Italy. One comment, smart sitters, a great idea. When is Android becoming available? We uh, announced that earlier. Um, once you have the app, do you need an Internet connection? And Ronnie wrote, no, you do not need an Internet connection. Why is the app better than the old one? The art scroll layout and content is the uh, is the reason, according to what was posted here. A lot of comments on our app. In fact, there's a comment here that says, Mazel Tov to Mordechai and Raquel Shapiro on the birth of a baby boy last night. Mazalta from all of us here at JM in the AM. All right. A lot of good stuff going on. Hey, the King of Schlock, Lenny Solomon, Monday on JM in the AM. King of Schlock, Lenny Solomon, Monday here at JM in the AM. He'll be stopping by. Can't wait. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honeline. 
Executive Vice Chairman, Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, joins us tomorrow for the weekly update at about the 7.40 tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to that. Happy to announce that I have my built-in excuse for the uh, Sunday Shalom uh, Shalom um, Academy uh, basketball tournament. As you can hear, I've been under the weather, so if things don't go well on the basketball court on Sunday for Team Siegel, at least the one, the one good thing is we already have a built-in excuse. <laughs> I know, I keep saying it, and I think it's so funny, and I'm sure nobody else does, but I don't know. I just keep saying it because I think it's hilarious. If you haven't yet um, sponsored anybody in the big Shalom Torah Center a basketball tournament, go to the web, shootforshalom.com, shootforshalom.com. My recommendation is you sponsor Team Siegel in honor of uh, Benjamin Yosef, Yoshua, and Gavriel. But if you uh, want to sponsor anybody else, that's fine with us as well. Shootforshalom.com. And good luck to all the teams. Good luck. Good luck on creating as many uh, creative excuses as we have. Ah, <laughs> uh, what can I tell you? Shua Kesson wraps up a Thursday. It's JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a, uh, what's today, Thursday here at JM and the AM. Our apologies that we were not able to coordinate with Racheli Frankel. Her plane landed later than it was scheduled to, and uh, we very much are looking forward to speaking with her. I hope we'll be able to in the very, very near future. My thanks to um, our friends at Rusty Brick and Art Scroll. My thanks to, um, my thanks to um, Rabbi Shimshon Jacob of the Kemach Institute in Jerusalem, wishing him uh, Hatzlacha Rabah on this brand new project. And a special shout out to Dr. Joe Rosazada, who always seems to be behind uh, amazing and incredible projects in the Jewish world. I say hello to him and his family this morning. Tomorrow we're back. Malcolm Honeline with the weekly update and plenty more. Till then, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.